This is the Beta Testers Episode 1. Why does everything gotta have an intro? With Testers Trini Key and their UNV. I am Nerd or Nerd UNV. I like video games, reading, sci fi, uh, mangas. Not the new ones though. I really found a new manga that I really like. I try, but most of them. Just too generic, especially the ones that come in America. And I like to read sci fi. Uh, anything in general, actually. I used to love horror. And I like football, soccer, as Americans call it. I'm a Chelsea fan. Biggest Chelsea fan in the world. Don't at me. Just kidding. I'm not the biggest Chelsea fan, but I'm a huge Chelsea fan. I haven't missed a game in like 10 years. Yeah, that's about that's about me, you know. Love love your games. I go by Trinity Key. I love space. Everything space. Been into space for a long time. Right? Astronomy. Astrophysics. Stuff like that. I'm into that. I'm a video gamer. Been playing games my whole life. I'm not gonna be playing games until I die. That's that's just the way it's gonna be. My kind of genres in terms of video games, I like RPGs, Battlefield. Let's call it Bad Company Two. Kind of got me into playing first-person shooters, but I preferred before then third-person shooters. Although I did start on Ghost Recon, which was first-person. And then Ghost Recon 2, the campaign was third person. And I think online, you had the option to be first or third, but most people had it, had the server set to first. Yeah, I like RPGs. I like the Tales games. Legend of Zelda is my favorite game series. In terms of like TV and movies, sci-fi, that's my thing. That's my joint space. You know, space operas, as some people like to be pretentious and say, I just call it sci-fi. Some people call it science fantasy, whatever, same thing. Anything to do with space. But that's, that's about me. That's it for me. Trini Key. You know, my, reason, my reason I'm not too big onto TV and movies is because of where I live. I live like five minutes away from the airport, so... Every day, constantly, you gotta watch it's just plays flying over. So it's like if you're I watching mean, something, it's like you gotta pause, or you gotta watch it with subtitles. So I find, usually when I watch stuff, it is with subtitles. But I just just got out of it. It's like eh, it's too it's too frustrating. So that's why I like video games. You know, I don't, I don't need to to actually hear most of the time for the most part. You know, and then usually when you're playing video games, you have headphones on as opposed to I'm gonna sit here. Watching a watching a movie with headphones on, it's just it's just weird. It's not weird, but it's weird. That's the reason I'm not into TV a little weird. It's, a, like that. it's weirdish. But I mean, I, you know, The Office, Scrubs, two best shows ever made. Oh no, wait, Office, Scrubs, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, three best shows ever made, hands down. Three best, three best comedies. Those things are. On point, and I slept on. It's always sunny. 
when I first started, when I first watched it, it was a long time ago. I watched like I was watching one episode, and I was like, I don't know, this 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 is not for me. Then years later, I tried an episode, like and I just watched the whole episode, and I was dying. Then end up binging it all the way. I think I was up to like season six when I when I started watching. Season six was the latest season out, and I watched all the way through. And then I've been watching ever since. Yeah, I remember you keep telling me. Still was. Still. You keep telling me watch it, watch it. I was like, yeah, all right, I'll give it a try. I keep putting it off. And then like, when I finally started watching it, I was like, yo, this show is, yeah. this show is, is crazy. I was expected to be uh, pushing the envelope and on some of the stuff they do that much. But yeah, the show is, the show is on point. It's definitely on point. Yeah, so. Anyway, I want to talk. I want to talk about this uh, <laughs> this Ghost Recon beta that's out here. Now, I've been playing it. I think the beta came out on which, which the sixth. So, so we know. <laughs> this is the latest one. The one that came out on the sixth no, is a uh, Breakpoint. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's the new Breakpoint. Ghost Recon Breakpoint just came out. The beta just came out. I think uh, to this might have been the fifth. It might have been on Thursday, and I think it's going until Sunday. Sunday. Right. And it's the latest in the Ghost Recon series. It's like an upgrade from Wildlands, open world type. Now, everything that we heard about Ghost Recon leading up to the technical test and the alpha and the beta was like, it was all good news. Everything we heard was like upgrades, updates. It was improvements from the previous game. Now, Wildlands wasn't terrible, in my opinion. It wasn't bad. It was actually one of the better Ghost Recon games. But there was a lot of things that were missing that just didn't make it great. You know? A lot of, like oversight. Like, it seemed like common sense to do certain things, and they didn't do it. For instance... The game kind of hardcore as a stealth game. Let's just stealth like it's not really a run and gun type game. Like Ghost Recon, that's never really been like a run and gun type game. You know, so maybe Future Soldier kind of, and that was like a Hollywood movie, Future Soldier, with like the action sequences and stuff. And that was cool, but even like the original Ghost Recon. You didn't have any suppressors on your weapons. I think there was one weapon in the entire game that had a suppressor, and you you had to play through the entire game in order to unlock it. I think it was a sniper. And the crazy thing about that game was usually you take a shot, and you could hear like especially like if you was using a sniper rifle, you take a shot, you could hear the power of that that you know that round, and. It was kind of like a it was like a hybrid open world because you like loaded into the level, but the level was like open and you could do your objectives most of the time in any order you wanted to. So you go anywhere on the map, but when you take a shot, usually all the enemies hear it and they usually come running in that direction. Yeah, you know. But yeah, it was still true. kind of like a stealth game. When I said like the recon in it was like you had to like all right, these are where my enemies are. Take your shots and move, and that's something about that just felt real tactical. You know, you have to that's you have to think about you have to think about what you're gonna do. Not just like, well, enemies are here, just kill them. 
Yeah. yeah, and that's and that's what kind of got me into Ghost Recon because I was like, all right, this is this is kind of cool. Like, all right, I'm in the woods. I have my squad that I could command. They 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 with me. I could tell them suppress suppress a fire. You know, fire at will. You know, hold the fire, move all kinds of things. I could set them up where I want, and then you know, I take a shot, and you have to. That was my dog sneezing. And then uh, you watch us. All right, you take all, all these enemies here, and there'll be more enemies coming from across the map. Like that's just how loud the, the shots were. And then you get to you get all the way up to what's well, this last game? Wildlands, right? And you you're more modern. It's more modern, you know, a little futuristic, even near future. Let's call it near future. You know, you just, like. There's drones. We have drones these days, but these drones are as powerful as they are in like video games. Yeah. So it's called Near Future, right? And it's a stealth game because all your weapons come with a suppressor. Or you have a suppressor, you can put it on any weapon you pick up or any weapon you use. The thing is, you the, the way the game was set up, everything like Splinter Cell, when you knock an enemy out or you kill an enemy... You pick up the body and you move it because the other enemies are the patrol. And if they find a dead body, that alerts everyone. Or Metal Gear Solid, even something like that. Yeah. It goes free gun. I can't pick up the bodies and move them. So I could kill these enemies, and it happens to be a patrol or a random car full of enemies. You start to drive by and to see a dead corpse, boom, everybody is on alert. But that's retarded. Why can't I move that body? You know? If, if they're going to be able to get alerted from finding dead bodies, I should be able to move the bodies. All right, they did that. You know, we, if we find out for a breakpoint, yes, you will be able to pick up the enemy bodies, move them. That's cool. I like that. The, the whole little, little little quality of life things, this little uh, new feature you have where you could go prone and then, like, camouflage yourself by throwing mud on you and grass and stuff. That's cool. All these features were really cool. Picking up your teammates when they go down so you can move them to somewhere safe and revive them so it seemed oh, yeah, like that's, it, that's pretty good it, it took a lot of things and it made it even more tactical and then there's one thing that's just kind of not sitting right with me how do you move from wildlands and future soldier and ghost recon and you add in all these extra features and quality of life things that makes the game more tactical you know, and more, you feel a little bit more real. Because, I mean, Ghost Recon never been terribly super realistic, but a little bit more real. And then you throw this freaking, what's it called? This looter shooter mechanic, this little... Uh, RPG element of Yeah, and that, that just, that just kind of like, you see, you see, you're trying to be a little bit more realistic. But you get the survival aspect of the whole military special ups kind of thing, and then you throw the RPG element in there, and that just like cuts through it. In my opinion, I don't say it don't make it makes the game bad because the gameplay is good. You know, a lot of the stuff that you could do, all that is is good. Like, sure, I could go in there and I could turn off, which I normally do, all the stuff on the HUD. Take all them UI elements off. I don't even have my mini map. Take the mini map off. Uh, the only thing I want to see is how many bullets I have in my weapon, you know, and and how many 
and what item I'm using. Like, what, am I using a grenade? Whatever. That's all I really want to see. I don't need to see my objective hanging at the top, mini map on the bottom right, weapon over here, and then helpful hints, you know, reminders of what button to press to do certain. I don't need all that on my screen. And in that way, it makes the game a little bit more immersive. But the immersion cutter for me is is the gear region. It's like they're trying to make a hybrid game. They took the division and try to make Ghost Recon in that way. I don't know. What's, what's your thoughts on, on gear region and a game like that? For me, it's like, it's what you said, but on a on a greater level for Ubisoft. It, it, I feel like they're trying to push this that, that type of RPG element in a lot of their games. Yeah. It works in some, but but in, in personally I would say I would think um breakpoint would be more like Wildlands in terms of loot. Where yes it's guns, but it's just it's guns. It's not gear rated yeah. guns. It's not like it's... the division guns where oh these guns have different like these guns are pretty much the same gun, but this one carries gear rating is different, so it has different fire rate or different damage. Yeah, like, leave that in the division because it it works in the division. Leave it in um in the new um Assassin's Creeds because it's working in that. You don't have to put it in in a um Ghost Recon Breakpoint, and in my opinion, it wasn't it also in um. What's that game? For another, I mean, it works for for another. I think that I think that's I think uh. that's Ubisoft's problem though, because for a while Ubi wasn't doing terribly good, and then they got they were hust hustily taken over by some media company and and all yeah, kinds of stuff. And, I remember that, you know. And then they brought themselves back out or something like that. It was something crazy. But Ubisoft wasn't doing too well. Like they weren't putting out good games. The last game. Before Wildlands from Yubi that I got, I think was uh, it might have been Splinter Cell, but I think yeah, it was Splinter Cell. But before that was Future Soldier, and it was a decent game. But like Ubisoft, their servers were always trash. Even even up until recently, they always had these trash servers that just ruined the game for people. Like you can't enjoy the game because you're always getting out or some some crazy happening. And that's when that was around the time when all this takeover and all that stuff was happening to UB. And then I, f- I think, like, after Siege and then Forerunner and Wildlands, they, they kind of, like, found themselves, like, Assassin's Creed Origin. Yeah, it's they, like a resurgence. Kinda, something something happened for them. for them. And and things were just working. The Assassin's Creed, most you know, I think the general consensus is it was a good game. It was a great game. People loved it, right? And Siege went from, you know, people you know, had problems with it when it first launched to like fifty million players now. That thing, that thing is still like Siege is still growing. So, like for me, I played Siege. We, we played Siege during the beta, and you know we liked it as because we were people who played SOCOM and and Battlefield, so we we kind of like those. Well, you and you with Ghost Recon, we kind of like those those um PvP shooter games where you have more of an objective and it's not just team that match. So we like the siege in the beta, but for all of us 
obviously something was missing, which is why all of us didn't buy it on release. Nah, not, I don't think anyone of us bought it on release. But then, like, I think eight months later, or maybe, I can't remember when it came out, but it was February after it, it came out. Uh... Where they had like a, it was on sale and it was a free, it was a free weekend. I didn't even wait for the free weekend. I bought it. I think I got it on since then. One, so this is all right. The so when when Mira, when Mira and uh, yeah, 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 season were coming out. That's that's like I bought it right before they came out. So it was just Blackbeard and Valkyrie. Right, so we get the end of season one. So, so it was it was eight like eight months or not ten, yeah. eleven. And then so even like, from the, so end, the end to of now, season one, but, huge improvements in the game, huge improvement. And I think because yeah, the servers, UB servers was, was oh atrocious. this worked, this worked here. You know they improve, they put the game didn't work, and then they fix it. All right, it, 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 it's working this way. Do that in this next game. And it worked for Assassin's Creed, and they put out for an un, and then they improved it. It worked for this game. Do it in the next game, and they just start. That's what I was gonna say. Like uh, a lot of the games now are are looking like RPG games. Like they have um, what's that game called? It's coming out. It's in London now. The new one that's coming out. Oh yeah, out. the Watch Dogs. Watch Dogs, they have Watch Dogs, it's RPG, Assassin's Creed is like RPG, I mean, it's, see, and it's the, in, to me, to me, alright, turning the Assassin's Creed towards RPG, great choice, because yeah. other than that, before, Assassin's Creed just, it got old fast for me, a lot, some people could do that repetitive over and over all day, every day, kind of a thing, but at least with the RPG elements and like the dynamic quest, you kind of feel like a little bit of a difference in what you're doing. Plus, the world is an open world, huge, less loading, you know, more doing things. It works for, it works for Assassin's Creed. Good choice, right? Um, Watch Dogs, even. Yeah, that's like Grand Theft Auto. You can, yeah. And you could, yeah, throw some RPG elements in there. That's cool. Even for Ghost Recon, this, when they were talking about throwing in RPG elements, it was cool because they were talking about, uh, like, which uh, conversation choices options, you know, like when when you're talking to somebody, you are, you could choose what your character says and it'll have an effect on the conversation. Like right? for, that's cool. For Ghost Recon, the RPG elements that I would say for me personally would say would be perfect to throw into Ghost Recon if I was working on the team. Would be elements to make the world feel like a world and not like a sandbox where it's just you know And I feel like they started encompassing some of that. Like, I love the options and the conversations that, you know, you can feel more like you are the character, yeah. right? Especially since they're fully voice acted. They're fully voiced. So, yeah, that's, that was a nice element to add. The little survival elements they added. Yeah, that kind of immersed you into feeling like, oh, you you out here in this world, you're being hunted by these wolves, right? These This elite force. And and it's just you and your and your pals, right? But the whole what doesn't make sense, and I don't know where they came with this idea, but what doesn't make sense? Why would I pick up like let's say an M4 and then you know kill another enemy and I pick up another M4 and that one's stronger than this one? Yeah, exactly. That's cause then you the whole point of the gunsmith gets like diminished. 
Gunsmith was first. I think the first time Gunsmith was introduced was Future Soldier. And that was like the coolest thing I ever... I was like, yo, this is such a cool idea because you could have, th- let's say, three different players using the same weapon, but they, they they set their weapon up differently in Gunsmith. And so the, the weapons, you know, it's good for different situations. Like if you put a folded buttstock on on a assault rifle... Yeah, you'll be you're not better handling for quick close encounters. But then if you put like an extended but stuck on it, it's better for like long range and it depends on the scope you use and the barrel that you put on there and stuff like that. And that was cool. So then I could have the same gun set up in three, four different ways and it'll be better for different objectives, different situations. And that was cool. Then they brought the they kinda brought gunsmith to wildlands, but gunsmith wasn't really mm-hmm. gunsmith it was just like yeah, hey gunsmith. you could look at your gun you know in different parts and then you could put like a you could put the scope here you could put a compensator there and that was it because it didn't really do anything it wasn't like future soldier where folded buttstock increased handling extended buttstock increased range or accuracy or something like that you know uh, extended barrel, short barrel, compensator. You know, I think there was even like the the trigger assembly, all, all kinds of things you could like the um yeah you could the trigger assembly. So you could go from single to three round burst or like it was a whole bunch of things that everything did something. Wildlands, everything didn't do anything really. It was really only scopes, barrel. On the barrel, scopes and compensator. That was pretty much all in things that did anything. And then you're like your um what you call them, your your the broomstick <laughs> and the angle, the grips. Mm-hmm. The the grips. The grips did yeah. something. The compensators did something. Flash harder compensator and stuff like that did something, suppressor, and then your scope. But the scope didn't really actually do anything. It was just whether how far you could see and kind of radically ahead. So adding the looter shooter kind of element kind of kills that. Cause the I look at the, they have a, they have a, a looter shooter that that's is working. So, it's, it's not the Ratchet is not the best one. It's decent. But it's working. Actually yeah. Division two is, is I'm pretty sure from what I've seen anyway, looks way more interesting. It's much better than the Division One. Because for me, Division One like, died out in a in a month. About a month, I was already done with that game. It, it's it's working, you know. It's, so as those, you don't have to make all your games. It's kind of like making kinda, all the games the same. Because I was playing um see? the beta for Breakpoint, and I was looking at the gunsmith, and I was like, all right, the gunsmith kind of cool, actually. You know, you, you you upgrade certain parts of the weapon, and you'll get like increased accuracy or. You could hold more. It like I, it was it was kind of cool. It was like I was a little bit deeper than Wildlands, but I feel like it's wasted because if I pick up this M4, I could I could just as easily pick up another M4. It could be the very next thing I pick up could be another M4 that's just stronger. And then in my head, it's like, why would I need weapons with like strength and you know accuracy, speed built in to the to the gear rating or whatever. Yeah, because this is what they're supposed this is what to be like a too. one like, one hit kill kind of a game, you know. If I shoot you in the head, he's dead. You know, a couple just of shots into a zone. That's it's as soon as you walk into the zone, it's it pops up on a million screen. 
warning entering gear score level 48 zone so it's, it's basically what they're doing now it's like and i know i know for them is about is a money thing it worked in these things so let's bring it over here and then fill up the store with all kinds of hey buy this buy that buy this like you just focus on making a game you know what i mean make the game how the game's supposed to be don't try to turn mario right don't try to turn mario platform version of mario a platformer into a platformer rpg like sure rpg rpgs work platformers work or put them together no because you only you only think they're seeing is what aspect of the rpg you could throw into the game so we could fill up the store with stuff there's a difference between nintendo doing doing what ubisoft is doing and what everyone else does what what ubisoft is doing like nintendo made different mario they made paper mario yeah, exactly. they made um the so, mario rabbit but paper mario they had they mario just, rpg like, even and so Mario RPG yeah, was they, what it was. It was an RPG with Mario character. It wasn't a platformer that they tried to throw RPG elements into it. Yeah, they just throw elements into to Mario and be like, okay, this is this now. It's like, no, they, they went and took that world and reimagined it in a different type of game. That works. You know, it's like, it's the same thing with Mario Kart. You know, they didn't just like throw carts into Mario and it's like, okay, just drive around with Mario. No, it's a it's a cart game. Like no, they took Mario and put it into a racing game and made a racing game out of it. They didn't just throw elements. Mario Kart is probably one of the best racing games out there. <laughs> yeah. So my consensus on this breakpoint, since I'm a, I mean I love Ghost Recon. I played every single console version except for the one on the Wii, since the original Ghost Recon. So from playing the beta, I was having fun by myself. It definitely feels like the game would be more fun with a group of friends. Even randoms. I was playing with some randoms yesterday, and not a single one of them said a word. But yeah, we kind of we still had fun. Like That's a different topic. it was like four, <laughs> so you could have. A, I think you could have a team of four, right? So me and three other guys. One guy was running, running and gunning, kept getting downed. Whatever. That's your problem, you know. The other two were kind of doing how you should be playing. You know, they're scoping out, they're joining out, they take cover, they fight out me. So I kept picking up the guys who was running and gunning. So I, I didn't think he had any fun because he was always down. But the, the, the other three of us, yeah, we did. And even though they didn't talk, just by the way they were playing, it just felt, all right, it was more fun. It's like you like you had some support, you had some back. If it went down, you didn't have to just restart because nobody can pick you up, stuff like that. And so, and even the RPG elements we were talking about before, I think that was, some of them were a good addition. Like, they tried to make the story more immersive, right? So you're, you, you are the character you customize and created, right? So you could choose your options. Some of the, some of the options you have in conversations, not like one or two different things you could say. Some of them was like five or six different things you could say, and they're fully voiced. So, That's a lot. You, you know, you, you click on one and your character will go through that whole conversation and it might even change the next few options, and that's cool. I love that. So I think the game's still gonna be good. Just for me, the immersion kind of gets killed with the gear raids and stuff. Like I, I, I love the idea of picking up weapons from the enemy. Right? You should just be able to pick up weapons from every enemy that you kill. They all have a weapon, yeah. 
So you should be able to just pick up any weapon they have. But they should all be the same. Like his AK and her AK or that guy's AK should all be the same. Yeah, it might look different. Maybe they have different attachments on it that make it act differently. But one shouldn't be stronger than the other in terms of like a level or something or a rating. Oh, this gun is better than this one because this one's rating is 25, that one's 5. So this one does more damage and has longer range and better accuracy. Like, that's dumb, in my opinion. What you do when, when you do stuff like that, I don't think they realize that they're putting their games, their game up against other games that initially originally the game would yeah, be like it's not even like, the same look, genre. If you look at breakpoint without the without the gear, the the way the gear is done, you wouldn't it wouldn't really realistically be going up against like Borderlands Three, which is coming out. It next wouldn't. Week. But now that it has gear like that, I mean. It, I, I'm assuming it's just the, the guns, not nope. the, the armor. Guns, clothes, everything, which is kind of annoying. So, okay, so basically, so basically, now it, in in my mind, it, I'll be comparing it to Borderlands Three. You know, like it's going which up, one would I get? It's going up against Borderlands Three. Even though these other games established, it's still going up against the Division Two. Uh, that's the game. Uh, you know, any game like that, now that is has become a part of that world. Where realist if without the gear rating, what it would just be going up against Metal Gear Solid. It wouldn't um, even, the last I was one. Say, it wouldn't even be going up against Metal Gear Solid because Metal Gear Solid is in its own genre, really. You know, so and if you want to, if it was that, on PC, I mean, if, if you want to go versus like PC games, some people would try to compare it to like those Mill Sims, those hyper realistic Mill Sims. You know, all right, that's cool, but on yeah. console, they don't. We don't have those type of games. So you would be the only cool. one. You, it would be the only game of its type, really. But I mean, teacher, one way they could fix it is out of mode because they did out of mode in Wildlands, where it was like more realistic, one shot kill. You know, you take less hits, to die. It's it like a, it was almost like a extra difficulty, but it was its own mode. They could do a mode where, hey, no gear rating. You know, it's just a couple shots, you injured, you got... See, and that takes away from the whole injury system, too. The original Ghost Recon had this injury system. Like, after you get hit once or twice... So when you get... Your character has, like, a little silhouette button left that tells you your health, basically. When it's green, you're healthy. You're good. You basically didn't take any damage yet. When it's yellow, that means you've taken some damage. You, you're injured. And then... There's even more. So if you, I don't know how they determine it, but certain certain hits, you'll bleed. Then there'll be like a little blood drop thing right there. That means you're bleeding. So you'd have to, you'd have to like patch yourself up. And then your character will limp and stuff. I thought that was so cool. I mean, I didn't even realize it when I first played Ghost Recon, but I got, uh, I downloaded it on Steam a while ago, like a year or two ago. And I was playing it again, and I was like, yo, I didn't even realize some of these details they had in the game. I watched one of my units, one of my members, uh, team members, was injured, and he was limping, and he was moving real slow compared to everyone else as they were running to the objective. I was like, oh, shoot, like, this dude actually limping real slow, you know? You bleed, all that stuff. That was cool. 
in games though when when you get injured all they all they do is just blur your screen so right. you can't and so see so Coach, we can break point now add this injury system back in so all right when you're injured different injuries so your legs all right you start limping your hands you can't really like aim down sides and stuff like that or your, your arms you can't aim down sides. Right. that was cool but i feel like the gear the whole gear raging thing kind of takes away from that because now you you basically telling me at a certain gear level you know when i'm going up against certain enemies some of these hits not even going to really might affect be, me might add a bullet sponge yeah. elements to the game which that's another thing i didn't even want to mention that but yeah because of that gear rating there's a bullet sponge kind of a th- aspect of the game most of the regular enemies one or two hits they're dead you know depending where you hit them if you hit them in the feet their feet probably some more in the chest couple shots in the head one shot most of the regular enemies but then you have these weird drones right so like these, these small flying ones couple hits they go down too but then you have like these little if you think of fallout <laughs> kind of look like a not a protect protector on one of them the one with like the track wheels hi the, or, or, the, uh, assault run. Assault run. <laughs> you have like these assault run type drones. Now it does just, just wow. absorbing bullets Absorb. while while they're fighting alongside the the regular enemy. So that's kind of annoying, you know. And then then you have to think about the wolves. So the wolves are the elite force. They're still human. Why should they take more hits now? But the thing is, the the whole gear rating kind of geared towards those drones and. The wolves because the wolves don't just go you can't just as far as i've seen so far you can't just shoot the wolf a wolf in the head and boom he's dead it's kind of like so it's kind of like um yeah RPGs, it's kind of like oh not RPGs. I mean, what's when you have a, a regular mob yeah, so the wolves are kind of like elites Ooh. and the, they're not just always around most of the time like if you go to an outpost you might there might be some wolves there but most of the time the wolves only appear like or you've been spotted they call for reinforcements, boom, the wolves come through. And now, so now it's like you're going up against regular enemies and some kind of like boss enemies who, or you can't just shoot him in the face and he's dead. Or you can't just shoot him a couple times in his chest and he's down. Now it's like bullet sponge over here because he has a level to him. They, they have like skulls over their head. When you start the game and you see a wolf, they'll have like a skull over the head. Oh, don't fight this much, this enemy, because like what? Your your guns are strong enough like, to kill yo, him. No, the whole way they these like <laughs> all the way up until we were able to play technical alpha and beta, the way they described the game sounded perfect. Or you're always being hunted by these enemies, you know. But it still goes freaking, you know, one shot to the face, you know, a couple shots to the body, whatever. These enemies going down. Then they get to the game, and that's true, but only for the regular enemies. But right now, no, I, I'll I, give, I, I think I give the game about a 7 out of 10 for me. And I never, I would never give any Ghost Recon 10 out of 10. Ghost Recon was never like a perfect game for what it is. But it was always good in my opinion. Can, can, can I think for Ubisoft, not, 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 not sure I say it in a bad way, but can I think for Ubisoft, can I tell us that? I think they, they always start missing, off bad. And they always missing something to push the games into that. They either start off like siege. around five or six, maybe seven, and then over time they improve themselves. Like I would say siege. Probably like an eight for me, or nine. siege started off like a seven, a seven, 
like before I for, like the beta, I give it a beta. seven. Mm, I think the beta I gave it like a six, but that was probably because then, I suck at it at that time. And then when I got the game, I'll give it. I give it like an eight point five. And when I got the game. I give it about up to seven or eight. Up to so the the last season. Well, no, not the last season. The season before last season, I'll give the game yeah, I think a about, nine for me. Point five. In it's terms about of, a nine, nine and a half right now. Like it's not perfect, but it's not perfect because certain things that they're just not trying to do anything about. Like get rid of these cheaters. If we, cheating, yeah, if we cheating, get rid of these cheaters, <laughs> at least just on console for now. There's like, all right, there's certain things missing from the game, sure, but the game is great as it is. But then you have these people who. Like that's that's their whole life. It's just to find exploits and and then and use it. Like yeah, last week, I showed you guys this. Someone posted a video. I think he's on. I'm not sure what's this. Oh, Xbox. And I think he's on Xbox. And he posted a video talking about how he he got kicked out of his group of friends from Siege because he had a quote unquote wrist injury and he started to suck. And so that he's like, then I met them in the game on the other team, and I, you know, basically styled on them, just completely destroyed them. So when you're watching the video, it's like, okay, you're playing on a console, that movement doesn't look like you're playing with a controller. And you come to find in the comments, he's using a mouse and keyboard. Now he's saying, he can't, you can't hold a controller because of the wrist injury. So I'm saying, I'm thinking, as someone who, someone who used to play PC games, Hardcore. My brother could tell you this. Hardcore. I used to play PC games. Like, there's a point where I started on consoles, like you know NES and all that. And then there's a point where it's just like I was just straight up PC gaming. You can't tell me using a mouse and keyboard is less strain on your wrist yeah, than I'm a controller. To, I'm trying to emulate it right now. I have, I have my uh wireless Elite controller for, or Pro controller for the Wii. I mean for the Switch, and I have my mouse. And in my opinion, sit, let's say I'm sitting down, I can rest my wrist, my arms in my lap and hold the control. And I don't even really need to move my wrist to play. But on a mouse, so, okay, you have to move like, your hand around. So, so that's more chances for you to actually, you know, move your wrist. And, and then the, the, thing that, but the thing that pissed me off the most out of his whole thing, you know, it's like, okay, let's say he does have an injury. He says the the Xbox um I don't know the exact name of the controller. That that uh, controller like they made for handicapped people to be able to play games. Connect the, the, the connective the Xbox connectives like the two mm-hmm. huge buttons and it has so many inputs on it that you could connect almost any kind of thing you want to it that you could use buttons. He said that is total crap. Now I've watched many videos, not not just the commercial. The commercial maybe actually look into the controller because, you know, anything that could help fun. people. Yeah, that's great. Please, uh, to me that's cool. To me, that controller is just like like I hope I hope that controller gets support on on PS4, uh, PS5, the Switch. I because it's it's pretty cool. But I watch videos on this guy who has like pretty much no use of his hands. He's using his head as controls, his feet as controls, you know, he says he loves it. A girl who had one, he had, she has one wrist basically because 
her her I think her left arm is her left hand is cut off up to her elbow for whatever medical reason. So she has one hand, one wrist. She loves it. Everyone who has a handicap loves it. But you with a hurt wrist. Yeah. It's the worst control you ever use. And his thing what? is he he making an excuse for why he cheating or exploiting. It's because he, he don't need anything like that. He wants it for an advantage. Now that thing didn't maybe that control you were talking about, the Xbox controller, not is not giving him the advantage that he wants. And so therefore it sucks. But he's gonna blame it on some injury. And I don't I don't buy it for one second. I don't buy it. Like, I, I, and the thing is, like, you, you're coming here to boast about um, beating people who are toxic to you. But, you know, if you were beating people who were toxic to you on an even playing field, yeah, by all means, boast. But if you're, if you, you know, it's like someone beats you. Someone beat you in a rap. Say it we were talking about before. Someone beat you in a rap yeah. battle, so you're going to suck a punch there. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't understand because I see it a lot these days, but I don't understand where this this mentality came from. Like where you would, I mean, there was always cheetahs. There were always cheetahs, but this like these days, past few years, like cheating almost like acceptable. Like so many people willing to cheat just yeah. to just to get that win or just to get their 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 score, their rating, their rank up. You know, so you could go, oh, look at my KD. I have a 4.0 KD. And to me, I'm not saying that nobody can do it playing regularly, but that's just, it's kind of unrealistic. Because, yeah, the, the, the majority of people minority. are not going to be able to get ratings like that. You know, if you're seeing so many people are that good at the game or at any game, like, come on. No, that's not true. Like, average person, they're going to sit somewhere around 1.0, you know? It's, <laughs> that's what? that's where the majority of people <laughs> should be, a little bit higher, a little bit lower. So, yeah, so somebody's in a 2.0, that's not super crazy to think that could happen. But when you sit in a 4, 5, 6.0 KDs, you're cheating. You, you're cheating. When you're sitting in a, like, 80 90% win-loss, well, that's because you're cheating. You and everyone you're playing with probably cheated. You should, okay, 60, 70, win loss. All right, that's cool. I, I can see that. I've, I've, I've had up to like 64, 65% win loss in many games I've played by myself, you know? I know, let's, 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 let's say something so people understand what we're saying, which is also including in cheating, when we say cheating. I, in Siege, you could you could be in the highest rank and queue up with your friends who are in the lowest rank, which will therefore take the average of all of your entire team's rank. And since yours is so high and his is so low, it's gonna drop drastically. And you're gonna go up against people who normally you wouldn't be going up against. So it's like it's like being it's like Michael Jordan queuing up with his son to play PB basketball. And yeah. then go post about it. I don't know when it became <laughs> so know, acceptable because so yeah. many people, and it's like not enough people calling them out for it. That's like me personally, when I know someone on my team is cheating, I try to get rid of them. 
I try to get rid of them. I don't. I, yeah, I'm sitting there. Oh, I'll go ahead and take the win. No, you, you first of all, he's ruining the game for the the enemy players who are not cheating, and he's ruining the game for me. I came here to play the game and have fun. I didn't come here for somebody to play the game. They have fun and they win it for me. Is is a whole is a like what's the point? That's what, that's what I don't understand though. Too. That, that was the next point I was going to get to because I don't understand how people have fun for cheating for for extended periods of time. Sure, playing StarCraft, I'd use some cheat codes. Playing Grand Theft Auto, you pop off some cheat codes. You don't, you don't do it all. But you can day use it online. Long, you know, when I played StarCraft, I played StarCraft. I and wanted to get better at the game. I had fun playing the game the regular way. Sometimes you just you don't want to think. You don't want to. You know, she's. Hey, let me throw on this power overwhelming. I'm God mode now. I can't die. Whatever. It's a, a short thing. It's like, all right, fun. You're not going to play every time you play StarCraft. You put the codes in. Like GTA. You use a code to summon a whole yeah, bunch of vehicles. Yeah, you get some weapons, go on yeah, a street. Again, boom, just... you're done. You don't go, yeah, you don't go you all day long every cheating. day cheating. That's like, why is that so acceptable these days to people? And on Steve on PC, you know, you see these dudes in the prep phase, the, the defending team's dead. And then it's like, what? Then you see on the, the you see the kill screen. Flying Someone's the flying sky. to the map in prep phase where you can't do anything, flying to the map, killing everyone. So so basically you're you're cheating, you're cheating. You suck so much at cheating that you and need that's to fun. cheat when and the enemy can't even do anything about your cheating. Laughing. But the thing is what I don't understand is why aren't more people calling it out? Like if you just went, a lot of them queue up with randoms. The randoms realize what's going on, and they don't do anything about it. Vote him out. You have the option to vote him out, kick him out the game. What I do, because usually, when you hit to vote someone, most randoms don't do anything. And sometimes it'll be they'll be queued up with their friend. So what I do, shoot him, kill him. All right, now they're gonna be mad. They wanna team kill me too. Okay, but at least. The way Siege is is moving towards are right, getting rid of these team killers, you know, they just need to start working on getting rid of these cheaters. We get we're starting to work towards getting rid of the people who abandon, you know, bandages. But we need to work towards right, what can you do about these cheaters? And I like the whole idea of like when you're queued up with your friend, and when your friend's team kills, all of you get the little marker, so that way you can't be like, all right, let's take turns, killing. Yeah. Gang up on him, use all numbers as an advantage. My thing is, my biggest problem with Ubisoft in Siege is, well, it's not just it's not really, it's not just Ubisoft. It's a lot of competitive shooter games, but where they treat the the console community we're, like we're plebs. the bastard stepchild. Like when there was a there was an event. Recently, oh yeah, um, the 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 Wild West one, you know, with the the shotgun with no scope, and we had to get seven million headshots on PC. They had to get six million headshots. So now I'm sitting here thinking, why does console Lightning. need to get more? Why does PS4 need to get more than than PC? It's like okay, so so my, I'm trying I to think, think right? Like, did do we have altogether. more players? Is that is that their thinking? Because so. Let's say we have more players on console. That's that's the next part I was gonna get Why to. Why are we treating like second hand or more? 
Like we're, we're we're supporting the game just as much as the people on PC. We buy the skins, you know. Yeah. I'm not not me personally, but yeah, I mean, I, here and there, I bought the season. I bought season passes, though, you know. But we buy the skins, buy season passes. We 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 spend money on the same stuff the people on PC spend money on on your game. But at at the end of the day, we're treated like, ugh, ugh, don't want to look at you. We'll give it to you, but we don't want to look at you. Everything you do good, you do for PC. You 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 fight so hard to deal with the cheating on PC, but on consoles with the mouse and keyboard, oh, there's nothing we can do. That no, you can't tell me. In 2019, there is a freaking USB dongle that you guys can't detect and override. To me, for a video game console. So you have all these peripherals, right? I can plug in a USB and that allows me to use a keyboard or a mouse or a wireless headset or all kinds of stuff. So the same way that the console is able to detect that USB and that USB has whatever programming built into it to allow it to emulate whatever it needs to emulate so, so that you can use whatever you're using on it. It's the same way you should be able to detect said usb and be like all right no you don't work while you're pl- using my program exactly like if you if you turn this program on and you have one of those connected this won't work it's like if 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 you can't if basically you say if 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 these developers can't detect it in any way basically saying like that's that's basically like some some stealth tech right there use that for something else besides gaming and that's some stealth tech right there that's how I look at it. I mean, not to not to get all drastic about it, but that's basically what they're saying. Like, oh, we can't do anything about it. It's like, no, probably we just don't care about it. Even though we spend the time games coming just up like with a solution else. for it, you know. I mean, because yeah, think thinking of solutions is easy to see, and then it's hard to code it. But they just like all money. I'm sure, I'm positive. There's a way. Because if if there's a way to get it to work. There's a way to get it to to but to block. Think about it. If, if they didn't do anything about it, they 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 find ways to get a, to, to detect all these cheating programs and and go around them on PC. They go they they, they do it. They actively do it for the PC community. The console community is just like, well, it's busy. All they see is nothing we could do. And That's if, busy. If, all they've been saying they can do because of some. Because Sony won't give them like the source code for like their hardware, so that they can figure out how to reverse engineer stuff. Well, they should be at least pressuring Sony to put something, put something in their system yeah, settings. So we could pressure Sony to where, all right, you know, you could shut shut certain things down. So then games, at least the developers could be like, all right, once my game starts up, the setting gets turned on. Boom. So these things get shut down. Can't be used while playing my playing this game because look at it this way right in in all these games you can't like on siege i have a logitech wireless keyboard that i used to type on ps4 if i'm like sending a message or doing use a share factory that keyboard works on ps4 but as soon as i fire up a game like siege or most of my games it's useless it doesn't do anything it's a usb dongle but it doesn't work hmm why can't you guys try something? Do something. If it's Sony, tell us. So we'll pressure Sony or Microsoft. 
well, the both of them at this point because it's it's once they get rid of, once it, they need to stop treating console players wonder, like we're not, you know, we're not on the same level as PC players, and then get rid of cheating. The game will be so much better. And actually, it'll do them a favor because like, all these people cheating, they're the ones if, who find all if, these kind of exploits. They already have an advantage, and then now they're looking for it. So as soon as they put out an update, the same day the update come out, five videos. Oh, look, you could fly now. Or you could go invisible. You could you could become a drone and, and zip mm-hmm. around the map. You're doing this to yourself be because you're not even putting in the effort And then, so you no, know, it takes them um, a few, uh, like a week or two, to f- to figure out that this exploit's videos. going on, even though there's videos everywhere, people making threats about it. And then, when what they do, they basically punish the people who aren't exploiting. Oh, okay. So IQ, IQ just glitching with claymores. That was a weird. Really that was claymores. a weird. Uh, so now everyone solution. who uses claymores, like, because the second time around, they didn't. Disabled claim was a disabled IQ. I was like, why wasn't that the solution the first time around? Like, if if every all right, think about it. If you could do it with all the other characters that had claimers, you wouldn't have only seen it with IQ. You would see it with all the other people. Look at this this way. They didn't have to disable IQ. True. They just have to disable True. IQ's claymore. All you have to do is disable the claymore on that it, one character. And she had to put on the claymore herself. So the, the same way they could go in there and be like, all right, this this time around, like, this character don't have uh, claymores, this character has grenades or something like that, or smoke. The same way they could have just been like, all right, update, boom. Now she don't have claymore, she has smoke grenades. Switch, switch, switch her. She can't do it now. You can, now you can still play her, but you just don't have that gadget. But the same way they, like you said, the same way they switched off Claymore, and everybody could have just like been like, all right, IQ, switch off Claymore. I'll show you as one guy. That's the thing, the biggest thing for me with Siege is what keeps it from being on Socom 2 and Battlefield 3 level for me, personally. Because like, back in those days with those kids, yes, I didn't have to deal with it. increase, the, the amount of cheetos increases, but it's also like, the complacency for cheating increases, you know? Like, people just don't care. People don't care. Like, people would have, can have fun. I don't know how, but they could have fun when there's a cheater on their team winning the game for them. How's that fun to you? It's the same way you, when you die, you quit so you can get into another game so you can play because you, you don't have fun being dead. It's the same way you shouldn't even have fun being alive but not being able to do anything because somebody on your team does all of it because they're cheating. Because they can't die. On that same note, on that same note, like, if if I'm playing a game with no cheaters and I'm doing terribly but some of my teams carry I, saying, I don't know. I don't what, feel good. I don't know what, it, it, when like, people change to just be like happy. Some, oh, as long as I get the win. I don't care. I could be doing terrible. I could be acting a fool. But as long as we get the win, actually, it's like some people can sit there and be like, "Yeah." But actually, there's I some people who don't even care about the win, and like, you see that in me. games like Battlefield when you have more than like eight character, eight players per team. You know, Battlefield you have like sixteen per team, thirty-two per team, stuff like that. Then you have half of the team on a mountain somewhere, sniping and missing. 
doing nothing all game. That's all they're doing all game, every game, never improving. And they won't change. But that's okay for them. Win or lose. And they'll play for two, three hours at a time doing that. How's that fun for you? Uh, I don't how was that fun? <laughs> I don't get something. I remember sometimes. on Battlefield 3, I used to be like, I used to think like, I don't understand how people have fun playing recon, sniping the whole time. Battlefield 3 wasn't really set up for sniping, period. <laughs> like, there were some places you could snipe by. I'm not saying there were people who didn't do nothing but snipe. But, like, the way Battlefield 3 was set up, the way the maps were set up and stuff, it wasn't really set up for sniping like the way if somehow Battlefield 4 felt like it was set up specifically for sniping. You know, everything is just wide open. Everything just, wide open. just felt like, cause, and then everybody just became a sniper in Battlefield 4 beyond, you know? But in Battlefield 3, so I decided one time, all right, I'm going to finally play Recon and I'm going to snipe. Picked it up. I was a natural at sniping. And I yeah, I had fun sniping, but anytime I sit in there and I can't get any kills, or there's nobody to snipe because they're avoiding certain areas because they know, all right, sniper's watching there. That's the, basically the only spot they could see. I switch I, you know, I, I switch my rules. Either I'll jump down, pull up my pistol, and go straight into the battle, or when I die, I'll change my character. Like, I, I'm not going to sit there doing the same thing over and over. I'm actually not even, you're not even playing the game at that point. So how is it fun? And and just just so you know, like these dudes, there's to play sniper sitting there all game, and then when the game's over, you look at their score. Two, I, a, I never and, understood that. Twenty nine. How you kill a sniper and have deaths. more deaths than kills? That that literally makes no sense because you you're not even in the battle. You way outside of the 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 fray, <laughs> and somehow you die more times than you get kills. No, if you're an assault and you're running in there, running and gunning, and you're getting gunned down from multiple sides every time, I understand that. But when you're a sniper and you the game, the game ends and you have three kills, but you have something like 12, 15, 20 deaths, that don't make sense to me. And then you have like you have one dude sniping and his whole squad spawns on him. And oh, good spot. Oh, let's all camp up here sniping. When you look at it, that squad's always the, one of the worst squads overall because they're all sniping. They're not getting kills. You know, they get flanked by one person. That, 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 that's what they used to love in Battlefield. Like, you flank a team of a, a squad of snipers and you kill them mm-hmm. and none of them realize you kill someone. And it, you kill the next one? Same in all the Battlefield the games. Like, you realize you kill the, someone? They could be two, that's three like... people sniping right next to each other. You could come up <laughs> blaze your gun or knife them anything and they won't realize that hey my teammate right next to me just died i've even seen times where snipers from the enemy team standing right next to each other sniping almost looking at you know looking opposite directions but almost <laughs> yeah. looking at each other and not even notice that they're standing right next to an enemy like bro kill him unless it was some kind of or oh, we're both snipers we, we won't attack each other kind of thing which i doubt which I don't was anything like that. It's just like, oh, I just, I just didn't notice this <laughs> dude that, was literally like right next to me. 
Because you see, you see videos like that. No situation. I, I see works. videos like that in any, That's what any game, like recently. Saw a siege video. <laughs> it was of the I think it was of the new, uh, the new operators that are now coming out. So it was like I guess people who get to play it before, and whatever, or maybe test server. Who knows, right? It was. It was the chick with the grapple. She it was um Oregon in the basement. Mirrors in her little closet room, you know, that looks up towards the hatch because they like to hide in there, right? This this chick yeah. walks yeah. into the room and and crouches in the corner, right? Mira standing by her window, turns around, looks at her, turns back around, looks into the window, and then somebody walks into the room behind her, looks at her, and then walks to the back by the back stairs. And then she gets up, runs, follows that person, kills them, comes back towards Mira and kills her. I was like, wait, who people looked at an enemy <laughs> and turned around and just kept going? I'm like, how, how does that happen? How does that happen? No situational awareness. Yeah. There's a lot of videos lately from Siege on, on Bob, like someone be laying down Hold, like calf be laid on the desk holding her grenade. Someone plant the 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 diffuser right on top of her and then run off. She'll get up and diffuse it instantly. They don't hear the diffuse noise. They didn't even notice her right there. It's like yeah. do you guys play with some doing? So, or your TV on at least? The climate's so different from back in those days. Like I think of Socom. Socom too, right? Yes. Anybody can play yeah. with a sniper rifle. No, the majority of people didn't play with sniper rifles. It, it was that's wild to me when I think about it. There were a lot of people who did play with sniper rifles, but there was also accountability back in those days. And I'm pretty sure if people were cheating, well, no, I've seen cheating in SOCOM, and yes, people on the same team will vote you out for cheating. That's not, that doesn't happen these days, you know. If you suck in as a sniper and you're not making any moves. Your team will vote you. They will initiate that vote to kick. And the majority of the time, once that vote to kick was initiated, people would drop their sniper or whatever they're doing and do something different. Just so they won't get kicked out. That was you know, that was what it was back in the day. These days, yeah, you might get the vote to kick option, nobody will initiate it. Then you have a few people like us who are not afraid to initiate that vote to kick. Nobody will vote. But then you had the trolls. Initiate vote to kick for no 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 reason. They just want the match to end. Or the game starts ten seconds in, you dead. Or you're watching somebody play. Or he, I would have ran in there and that. I know I would have ran in there and try to shoot that dude, but he didn't run there and try to shoot that dude. So vote to kick him. Or you're the last person on the team going up against the whole enemy team. Or Culture. just just vote him out. Why? Nobody told you to run in ten seconds and die. Use your head. It's crazy the difference well, between Ash, the creepers you die quit and SOCOM and the older Ghost Recon games and the older Rainbow Six games and the people you play with these days. And it could be a side effect of like Call of Duty and like the Battlefield games, like the, the respawn the respawn era, you know. I think it's just most of these games started coming out and it was just like, all right, yeah. all these things have respawn. Die, respawn, die, respawn. Unlimited lies, pretty much for a set amount of time. Perfect so. example. Perfect example. Watching the 
back to back on the 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 Kobe, uh, the Kobe, Costa Rican break point beta. Watching watching the stream right now as we're speaking. And these dudes were in a, one of those Humvees with the mounted gun. Uh NPCs roll up on them, shoot, shoot it up, the Humvee's on fire. One person tries to get out the Humvee. Well, two of them are already out the Humvee at this point when the Humvee's on fire. The, the last one tries to get away from the Humvee, but it explodes it explodes or he gets donged by the enemy sh- shooting. So the Humvee's on fire, he's he's dung next to the Humvee. Teammate goes has two options. Pick up teammate revive. or revive. Which one do you think the person chose? Revive. You see, Humvee blows I didn't up. Even have to, <laughs> dead. I didn't even have to think for that one. No. If I was thinking one. back in the day, like if if this was back during Socom 2 era, Socom 3 era, you know, those older games ever, the first thing I would think is, oh yeah, he probably picked them up and moved them away. You're gonna pick you but up. Just watching how these people play these is, I know he wasn't using his head. Or revive. Dude, the thing is on fire. The options in the game f- just for these type of situations. Move your your teammate to safety before reviving him. That's what you would do in a real life situation. In a real life situation, the medic's not gonna come and be like, all right, this thing's on fire, could blow at any moment. Let me patch you up. No. Somebody's gonna pick you up or drag you away from the freaking danger. As a matter of fact, or as a, as a matter of fact, I know. In that beta, in this game, one of the, the first few cutscenes you see is a cutscene of Nomad and the Punisher, John Berthal. <laughs> in, in combat, Nomad is injured, and Cole Walker, which yeah. is John Berthal's character, right, is dragging him to cover while they're both firing at the enemy. Dragging him to cover. So you see that. That's, that's like a, look, he's hurt. Let me move him to safety first, kind of a thing. That's one of the first few cutscenes you see, and you get to see in the the technical test, the beta, and the alpha that we get to play so far. So, I'm pretty sure at some point they've seen that, because I don't think you're able to skip most of the cutscenes. You can skip the talking points, but I don't think you can skip most of the cutscenes. I'm not sure. So they they must have saw that at some point and still decided to be retarded it's it's the whole it's the whole reason the whole reason it, it definitely has to be reason because like back to siege i was playing siege a while ago by myself so it was with four randoms and i can't remember what map it was but the where where i was it's kind of like a closet and i had a hole so i could see into the objective now when my teammates comes into the same closet with me, but he sits in a spot where, you know, they could see him from where he's sitting. He gets dumbed. And then he's just like, um, he's just laying there looking at me. So I'm engaged. I'm like, yo, crawl to me. It's like, pick me up, pick me up. I'm like, no, crawl to me. Pick me up, pick me up. So I literally said, just to prove my point, I'm going to come and pick you up. I go and pick him up. And what happens? We both die. Oh, like I'm like, dude, oh. you have an option in siege. You have an option in siege to freaking crawl. You, you, it's not like it's not like he. I'm telling him to crawl across theme park. I'm telling you to crawl from one end to the other end of a closet. You're not gonna bleed out in that time. 
Just crawl to me. I'll pick you up. But help me help you. Help me help you. That's that's all I'm asking. But no, you want to you you don't want to do you don't want to put in any effort into helping yourself. You just want to sit there and have me come over there and, and pick you up. It's not like I was playing duck where I could stim you. Just crawl to me, dude. I'm yeah. I'm like seven feet away from you. I breed some hyper like aware, hyper sensitive players, and then they breed. The rest of them was just retarded, <laughs> you know. Because yeah, you have somebody like I don't know, I don't know if this is the right guy. I think Biolo uh, Bu- or Biolo, whatever the heck his name is, right? That dude is like a freaking that dude insane, right? You have few people like yeah. him, yeah. and then the rest of them just retarded. Yeah, you know, They'll look right at the enemy and turn away, or step <laughs> right in front of somebody, pull the trigger, and miss every single shot. While they're standing behind them, like that same, that same, um, what's her name? The chick who freaking could grapple, whatever her name is. That same scenario you were talking about earlier, where she's in the closet. Where if mm-hmm. Bruno was a dude who walked into the closet, the second he saw like a mill of a millimeter of her head or body, snap, kill, headshot. And I blame it, yeah. I do but blame these dudes stare at these dudes for a good minute. Respawn micro, uh, microculture, like all these games yeah, don't respawn in there. We can't, that makes adding the respawn kind of makes a game more casual. You know, it's, you don't have to worry about skill much because you know you have it's the statistics. Like the more the more chances you get to 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 shoot at somebody, the more chances you get to get a kill. Now when when you only have one life per round and there's only three or four rounds, you know, you would you would see how bad you are. You know what I mean? You would you would you would you would be able to see how terrible you are when at the end of every round you're sitting there zero kills, yeah. four deaths, wherever how many rounds it is, right? <laughs> and somebody else would team up all the kills, less deaths, whether or not you win or lose. You would see how you see how terrible you are. But then you had the respawn culture. You might get lucky, you know. You might get somebody off, you know, who's not paying attention, and in the end, you might have twelve kills with twenty deaths. That don't look as bad as zero kills and and three deaths, but it probably just as bad, you know. Like I'm not, I'm not a person for to like who who likes to make my games overly hard on myself. I like I like difficulties in my game, you know. I like a challenge, but like a lot, I would say a good number of the the Ghost Recon mm-hmm. fans, Wait, that's like the real, the true uh... Ghost Recon fans, a lot of them when they get breakpoint, they'll take off stuff like like you said, take off stuff from the HUD, yeah, and stuff like that. Like they, they these people will these people will learn and understand the the mechanics of the game, like. Listen, going back to that scenario in Siege where the dude want me to revive him. In his mind, it's just me reviving him. He doesn't realize that I'm my revive the me reviving you is limited by the game's the game's mechanics. When I revive you, my character goes into animation. You know, my character's gonna go into a position where I'm gonna be seen. You know, it's not like my character's just gonna revive you from where I stand. My character's literally gonna go look at Caviera when she does the interrogation. She doesn't just interrogate them regardless of what position they're in. She puts them in, a, in an animation. Everything is an animation. 
I I understand this. You don't understand this because you just you just think revive, shoot, kill, die. You, you know, you're like a caveman at, at this point. <laughs> you don't think. And and that's, 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 that's like, why dudes don't why games like take time to battlefield. Simple um, stuff of, of the um, games they're playing. They just want to super Now, there's other, there's other reasons behind the popularity of both those games. Like, for me, I loved Battlefield. I didn't mind it respawn because the type of game it was, it was cool to have, like, this huge Battlefield explosion going off and you died, you come back, you're just another reinforcement in this army. That's cool. And for whatever reasons, people like Call of Duty. That's cool. But because of that, yeah. You, you know, like me, even me playing Battlefield, I was super reckless. I was effective at it, but I, I was like, I was reckless. I did a lot of things that, you know, if if no one, I only had one life, I wouldn't do. <laughs> you know, if if no one that, all right, I can't after if I mess this up, I can't come back. I wouldn't do it. But because I knew it was respawn, I went and I did some crazy stuff. But then you had the other people who just. You took chances that you wouldn't take in like a game like SoCal. Yeah, so that's the difference for 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 Battlefield because it's not just like an unlimited respawn until a timer's up. There's always, I think, for most game modes anyway, there's always like a the, the tickets and it, as the tickets drain, depending on whether you do the objective or if people die. So it's, yeah, you know, it's not unlimited, but still, because it was respawn, is what I said, because that you you knew. For the most part, that you were able to respawn and come back again, try again, try or do something different. I, I did some reckless things, you know. And if knowing that, yeah, knowing that, all right, there's no, there's no chance to come back if you mess this up. But even, even still, like I said, because I, 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 I started on the original Ghost Recon, no respawn. I started on Socom too, no respawn for most of the modes. It was only like one mode respawn. But uh, Rainbow Six Three, no respawn. So even I, I took those, like my training, my skills from those, and even like in Rush, when you need to flat the enemy, because some people they see no respawn, all this think run straight to the enemy and try to kill him. No, you don't have to. Just because you get extra lives, don't mean you run straight at them. You still use your head, flank. See, that's how you end up. You're watching. Not not Battlefield Four, but like Battlefield Three and other. Well, no, probably Battlefield Four. Actually, Battlefield Four. Big words. Battlefield. Let's take Metro for for instance. On Battlefield Four, they kind of, kind of like fixed the map a little bit for the choke point of everybody just just having nowhere to go and just have to, you know, having a disadvantage being on the lower level, running up the escalators to try push beyond there. It was. It didn't really get fixed in Battlefield Four, but it kind of fixed it by adding an extra avenue of approach. Right, dudes, is respawn. They would just run straight to the enemy. Oh, I just died right here. When I respawn, I'm running right back to that spot. How about you run around and flank? Because you know there's people there that were waiting for, that that got you last time. So you re you respawn, you flank, you come around the dudes. That's why, yo. That's why when I played Battlefield Three, Battlefield Four. Many times MVP, I didn't even have the most kills. The people in these days, when they have MVP, they have the most. The funny thing with that, it's not because they were going out doing the objective. No, I remember getting many times zero kills, one kill, 
you know, no debts, MVP. Just playing pure objective, using my Olympia's head. these runes were saying... Oh, everybody getting killed right here? Play the, play the fucking objective. All yeah, these runes were saying, play the fucking objective. Even the, uh. the, when the, the hosts of the, the owners of the room are in it, play the fucking objective. They're not playing, no one's playing objective except for your squad. Or, or us, I should say, not squad, because the randoms are squad. Yeah, it's rare to find randoms that actually play objectives. That's, that's crazy. Play, play, play the, play, that's... The game has an objective play, you know. <laughs> it, it, it's wild that you would even have to that. like say it or as a reminder to people. Hey guys, play the objective. I mean, that's like getting onto a basketball court and you're trying to play <laughs> football instead. Like, no, you came to play basketball. Play basketball. You, you know, you you hopped in a rush, a rush game mode. Everybody should be attempting to plant that objective, but then. When you're playing rush, it's be like two or three people attempting to, to arm the objective. Even though we're reckless in in reach four games like battlefield, we're reckless to, with with a purpose. With a purpose, you have an intention. My intention is to to win, and how how do I do that? I By mean, playing the objectives. Oh, the objective is to do what? Arm this up, arm this uh, MCOM or arm this bum over here. That's what I'm going to do. Left. We're, like, we're, we're coming with a plan. It's like, okay, we'll, we'll all run in. You don't do this in this direction to like push people out. Don't smoke. So one person will try to plan and the rest will just receive like meat shields just to, just to get the the, the uh, MCOM armed. So we have a fighting chance. The rest of the team just like, let's sit in these choke points and shoot at the enemy. It's like, how about you guys flank? Use... Use the whole map to your advantage. Use your tools to your advantage, instead of just running head head on head on into a wall. That's it's not working. It, that's why we don't see ten tickets because it's not working. I remember I remember playing a uh, Battlefield Three on Caspian Border or whatever it was called. It might have been Dam no not Dam Vamp. It was yeah it was Caspian Border, and it was Conquest. I was playing with Exigent, and our team was winning for the majority of the game. And then suddenly, like half, when the enemy tickets was like halfway, we just started losing, dying, dying, dying. And I was on my mic and I was like trying to rally. It's like, yo, come on, you guys being retarded. Like, you see someone, don't pick them up. You're like, get on the flags, capture the points, hold them. We could actually, we could win this. I remember it was feeling hopeless because we had 25 tickets. The enemy team had like 100 or something tickets. And some somehow my team just all right they started listening they started doing what i said the game ended we had 25 tickets and we won so that means at that point when we hit 25 we didn't lose any we captured all the points and we kept everybody alive and we won i was like yo that was that was a comeback and that was from people playing the objective when they finally stopped acting a fool and actually start playing the objective like people got that's one thing. Conquest is not a bad game mode, but I don't like to play it. Why? Because the people who play in Conquest only want to play Team Deathmatch. Uh, uh, for me, you know, I like I like Conquest. Like, think, when I think about it, I like it. But when I think about it, I don't like it because of my teammates. It's because the people you're playing with. And, is, is, and usually when I don't like something in the game, in a, in a multiplayer game, when I don't like something, it's usually 
the teammates that are ruining it for me. It's always the people you're it's playing not, with. It's not the because team itself. When you think of Conquest, Conquest is an objective-based game mode. But everyone comes in there and they want to play a team that match. But then the craziest thing is, if you want to play a team that match, why don't you go play a team that match? They don't want to because they know in team that match, the only objective is to kill your enemy. And they're not good at that. See, everyone do it. You know, they need to have this. Yeah. Adva- they need to have an advantage, and their advantage in their head is: just well, on- other people are gonna be playing the objective, and I would just get them That's when they're exactly not why those rooms- when they're not when they're not focused on me. And That's exactly why all those rooms say play the first objective. So you play the objective, so I can sit here and snipe. Exactly. You. Yeah, and, and hence the reason I don't actually play conquest because it's too easy in conquest because huge time limit and more tickets. It's just easy for them to go around playing team that match instead of actually playing the playing the game. That's that's the reason I I love like as much as I love rush I love um, carrier assault because majority of the players play the objective. You, you when especially when you get to the point where like one team's on, on, on the, the other team's yeah. um, see, but that's it. That's like, the thing though in a game mode like that, which is why. In a game mode like that, you have to play, like. There's nothing else to do because all right, if you want to play a team that matches you outside yeah. on the islands or wherever, looking at people to kill. Meanwhile, the enemy on your ship taking your. This, there was no. There's nothing for them to do. They had to play the objective. It was either you come and defend or you try to attack so you could win first. They, they had no option. It kind of forced because even even when both teams were on one ship, let's say. One team on the one team on somebody's ship already, and they're trying to arm the objectives, and the the whole team defending, but they had captured all the flags before they came to defend. The enemy team could still their ship will yeah. open up, and they could still lose if the fight lasts long enough because the ship will blow up from the missiles anyway. It forced you to play the objective because it's not just oh yeah, team that match just keep going wrong. I I could drain their tickets that way. It wasn't about that. Carry yourself as a, as a like an adrenaline rush. It's just like you see, you should start off kind of uh, not yeah. slow pace, but like young pace. It's rough. And up. the great, the great thing of it is that you get you get all the best of all the game modes. So like you had the conquest elements it, like, and then you get the rush element. And those are the two classic <laughs> battlefield modes. Like conquest is classic battlefield mode. Rush was introduced in like bad company, and those are the two like that was it. That was it, you carry, and I'm pretty sure that was a that was a re a remake of like one of like Battlefield 2099 or something. I don't know what the heck it was called 2176. So something crazy, but one of the futuristic battlefields from way back in the day. They remade that as a carry assault, like as like hands down. I just love Rush. One of my favorite is is what played most overall in Battlefield, but. Carry Assault, that's probably, I'll say, is, like, the best game mode. It just, yeah, best game it just mode. felt, it literally best, just felt, felt like you, the situation just felt perfect. You know, it didn't, it didn't feel like a, a, a made-up scenario. It, it, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't, it, just it, it made like, sense. Yeah, it made sense, like, capture these points. And actually, capturing the point did something. You capture the point, you turn the missile towards the enemy ship, boom. 
and then they hit the ship until the ship opens up, and then you have a new objective. Your objective is get on the ship and arm. Like, I'm say in this it just makes sense. What happened in real life, but it, it feels the more most realistic in terms of all these like conquest and rush. Like rush, as much as I love rush, rush just isn't it. It just it's. Yeah, rush didn't, rush didn't make it. That's because, first of all, I'm the more. But it, it, as a game mode, it's fun. You know, nothing not, nothing is wrong with it. But, so, but just yeah, overall, Carousel, it's just, everything about Carousel is just perfect. Except for the fact that it was so objective-based that people want to play. and Yeah, that's the thing. And because we're in the respawn era, people don't want... All right. They want objectives, but they only want the objectives to be one central objective that people could focus on so that they can okay. get the people who are actually trying to play the objective. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what happened to gamers here. And then that's why that's why when you look at streaming, it's not street streamers aren't the majority of players. You can't really be a streamer and be somebody who suck at the game. And you can't really be a streamer and, and just not play the objective because you get called out real quick in the chat and you probably suck and nobody want to watch somebody Unless, who sucks at the game. Don't you, don't you tell somebody watch, exactly don't tell somebody watch your stream in a multiplayer game when you suck is for reasons that have nothing to do with the game your personality your looks it's like oh he funny it's like it's funny to watch him die and rage and like, if you look attractive like they'll stare at you and and yeah. listen to your voice but your gameplay is just, you know, it's, that's that's not it. That's not what they're here for. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is that they didn't even come for. Yeah, they didn't come to watch your what you play the game. They just came. It's like um, for the community. That's tuning on Blue Ducks. <laughs> true. Well, I know why I'm here. <laughs> I like you, and I want you. Exactly. Now we can do this the easy way or the hard way. So, and you know, the hard way is them. Is them going on Twitter and, and raging because you ain't give them the attention they want. <laughs> That's I'm I'm not going to get into that today. <laughs> uh, next week though, we're probably going to talk about like Fire Emblem and Monster because talking about Monster talk about the Hunter, for sure. Nice. Breaking point, like the, some of the RPG elements, it was making me think a lot about Fire Emblem. As much as I love Fire Emblem Three Houses, some of the I hate the the mute the mute character. I don't. Your character being you hate the what? Oh yeah, yeah. In, in certain games, it works, but in in other games, I just don't understand Final, why. So much, there's so much character that. building and relationship building for my character to be a mute and then have two choices to say in conversations. I'm just like. But but a while also for the character to be a mute, but also have a voice actor <laughs> for the grunts, like that don't make sense. And at the same time. Since, like, compared to Astral Chain, yeah. we can talk about this next time. But well, just Chain, yeah. like compared to like Astral Chain, Astral Chain, you also have a silent protagonist. But here's the kicker. Here's the crazy thing that I didn't understand this decision. You can play male or female. Yeah. They're twins, right? There's a voice actor for both. Whichever one you choose has a voice. So, I mean, has, the opposite one has a voice. So wow. if I play the male, I'm silent. <laughs> female voiced if i play the female she's silent male is voice so it's like wait why didn't since they already have voice actors for them and they have lines where you play the opposite character why not and i hate when they do a silent protagonist 
and then have the play the characters talk to them. You know, Battlefield Four that killed me. All right, your character for, first and only thing he says is "fuck" under his breath. Right throughout the entire game, people wrecker looking directly at him, talking to him. No certain thing that that kills the like you retarded. What what's going on? That killed it because why ask him a question? You know you're not gonna get. The I don't want to go too much into it, but Fire Emblem. I hate the freaking support cutscenes with my character because it's just like a person yeah. talking to a brick wall. But the the one with the yeah. between the rest of your class is just like ah, perfect. Yeah, it's really yeah, nice. I can watch it. Yeah, I sit there and just have the the thing auto put the yeah. the words and just it's like, real nice. Just like yeah, yeah, X X X X. Oh, not even X. Um, freak. What is it? A A A A A. a, a. Yeah. Okay. I think. I think in this era, we more more companies need to move away from silent protagonists because the the reasons they give, they just don't they don't sit right with me. Like actual chains, they said the reason they wanted to have a silent protagonist was so you, the character could feel more like you. Your like it don't really feel more like me. It just feel like I'm playing a brick wall. Like See, even if the character had predetermined things to say, like if I if I had options of picking what I want to answer that will make it feel more like me. It'll give me options. Like there's, there's two solid protagonists I I like. Link. There's Link. I'm pretty sure almost everybody will say Link. And then the guy from GTA 3. Only reason, but the main reason with the guy from GTA 3 is because Rockstar played on it in future games. Yeah. You know, like when he showed up in um, San Andreas and he's just there. You, that was hilarious. He was like, but the acknowledged it the reason it works for link nobody ever really asks link any questions they always just yeah. tell link things you know hey link you have to do this or hey hey i i saw this blah blah, blah. They, they, they're saying things to link they're telling him things i think at this point too for them to give link a voice it would it might destroy it, people like yeah, idea it's, it's of gonna link, be, you know? it's gonna be so hard for them to get the, the right voice actor because then it's gonna people are gonna with this whole fake outrage well, already will probably work. That voice for his grandson stuff and his yeah, that that cool. Like, as soon as Link starts to say like words, you're gonna have these fake outrage people like Link talking and it's just like yeah, I don't wanna they, they'll be fake outrage. But I think also because I understood what they were trying to say for actual chain, like you want the character to feel more like you. So I think like yeah. when you give somebody who already established like Link words but now he's saying things that maybe you didn't want him to say, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, come on. Like, maybe you wanted your link to be a little cooler or you wanted your link to be a little more timid or something. Because you already, because Link already established as a silent protagonist. No, And again, it's not like people come and they talk to Link and ask him a question and then no, no, no response and then keep going. That's destroyed the conversation. It's always like they're the same things to Link. Link, you have to do this. Link, you, have, you should go there. Uh, you know, it's not like, hey, Link, how are you feeling today? Silence, silence, silence. Oh, that's good. Nothing like that. It's always just talking to you it. Know, so, 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 is the guy from GTA 3. He was like the like the, the perfect hitman, you know? Yeah. Didn't, didn't say, didn't ask anything. No questions asked. No, no. Just like, oh, you tell me, you want me to go do this? All right, I'm going to go do this. Nod, go get it done. I'm pretty sure they were really some 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 scenes with NPCs talking to him. I like you, you know. You don't say much. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. you. It's like <laughs> yeah, but 
But yes, uh, next time, bro. When we get into those games, yeah, next week. Right. Let's call it here for for today. Yeah. So my name is Nerd. I'm Trina Key, and it's nice, uh, nice talking to you. I'm going to be the testers. You know, there might be one or two other people joining us once in a while, but for the most part, it's just going to be the two of us as the beta testers. Yeah. And once in a while, we might have uh, a guest two friends of ours who are, I don't even call them beta testers. They're like, they're like um, post-production testers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. So see you next week. Peace. All right.